and welcome to The Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guest today is super awesome human being, super talented singer, songwriter, and uh, man, I was so blessed to watch her perform at the North by Northeast. Um, this is Branton Showcase. Thanks for coming to The Sanctuary today. Thank you for having me. Mm. Okay, I'll, I'll just start with that set. Uh, first of your band is insane. Um, you know, like the, the artists before you performed and then while we're kind of getting ready, it's like, you know, these people are setting up. I'm like, okay, this is cool because I love when a band is playing live. And then they came on and you came on and, oh, man, my mind was blown. How long have you been playing with your band? So that night I actually met two of the band members. That same night, that performance. Um, but the other two, the guitarist and the drummer, I've played with before. Um, and my guitarist was actually the one who was able to get everyone together, which I'm so grateful for. So shout out to Omar. Um, but yeah, that night was the first time I've ever played with all of them together. Normally wow. I would have other people who I played with before, but I just met the two of them and then we just <laughs> kicked it off and vibed. That makes it even more crazy because he played as if you've been playing forever. So, like, man, that set was crazy. And then you brought out the rapper. Yes. Uh, His name is Elo, and, and I'm very grateful to have him in that performance. Um, mm -mm. We did have a song together, and then I was able to um, give him the opportunity to perform by himself and give him the stage for a bit. So I'm really glad he was able to do that and connect with the audience as much as I did. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one thing to rap. Because, like, you know, with rappers, you expect background music or beat or something on instrumental. Uh, but, like, the band also yes. played for the rapper and it was sick, too. I'm like, oh, my God, this band, they know their stuff. They know their stuff. Yeah, it definitely set the tone. And I think that's what's unique about him as an artist as well. Um being able to have that live instrumentation, getting the opportunity to do that. And that's why I'm able to work so closely with him. So yeah, it was an amazing performance. Yeah, I know that this is Brandon showcase. I had so much fun. I was dancing throughout everything. And then you just brought yeah. this soul vibe to it. Like your musical journey, how did it start? So I actually started releasing music only last year, but huh. I have been doing music, or music has been part of my life since I was a kid. I went, I had private lessons for vocal and piano and music. Then I went to an arts high school, and then I went, uh, I went to go get my bachelor's degree in music, which I actually graduated from last year. But then when I started writing music, I was like, oh, this makes a lot of sense now. <laughs> Why I need to do music and kind of just share the world what my emotions are and for me for people to be able to connect with it and be in that element with me mm. you know the lyrics to your songs are so personal though <laughs> they are <laughs> i'm glad you took that in because they very much are um so what i guess what happened in the songwriting class i mean you start to i guess make music for yourself um, so songwriting only started when my university gave us the opportunity to take songwriting classes. And so I took a songwriting course and then 
at that moment, I didn't think it was really possible for me to write music. And this was back in 2019, I think. And then when my prof was um, enabling me to, you know, you can do this, you can write whatever you're feeling and put it into a song, it's very doable. I was able to continue to discover that for myself. And then it just felt very natural to me to do that. So when I started to do that more, I kind of just realized that like, well, like this is my way of connecting with my emotions and myself. And then from there, I would just write and write through the experiences I go through, write through the emotions that I face, write through um, any adversities or hardships that I go through in my music. And I'm very grateful that I'm able to tap into that side of myself, which isn't easy a lot of the times, Mm. but I have worked my way to discover myself in different ways and what works for me in terms of writing my music. And then from there, I, you know, yeah, it's good you mentioned that it's not easy because I was going to ask yeah, how easy it is to share as much of yourself as you do in the music and if it's not a scary thing to do. Yeah, like it's it's terrifying. <laughs> it's very it's very vulnerable. And as a lot of people know that music is a very personal thing. And I think a lot of the times, um, we all know that as human beings, as a culture, that music is a very um, personable thing. But we sometimes forget about that because we're so caught up in like the culture and all these things. But when it really comes to you being by yourself and listening to music, you're not going to listen to like all the hard stuff or all this rap. Like you're going to listen to things that you fully connect with. And that's when um, you fully tap into yourself. And I think that's the scary part when it comes to me making music and writing things that's a whole like layer in itself, but then actually sharing it with everyone else, the whole audience becomes a whole different realm. <laughs> so um, since music is such, it's, it's a naked layer to myself. Mm. Um, it becomes very challenging at times to be able to be okay with the fact that people can for one thing hear my voice for another thing see me but another thing for them to actually listen to my lyrics and the emotions that i have in it is another thing that i have challenges with but i know that in the grand scheme of things if i'm able to inspire someone or get someone to connect with my lyrics in that way or my music then it's like that is the reason why i continue to do what i do you know Mm. Mm. Well, you mentioned connection and that's something that was, you could feel it right in that, you know, in the Rivoli when we're right there. There was this connection between you and the audience and it's like you were just vibing off them and they were vibing off you. Is that something you always go for when you perform? Yeah, so I think for me, a huge part of my connection to the audience is the connection that I have on stage and the people that are with me. I love performing with live music. I've always grown up like that. I never would have a backing track. I just refuse to do that because I feel like there's a disconnect with me connecting with that music as opposed to me connecting with people who's creating that essence with Mm -hmm. me on stage or in the studio or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause that's the whole essence of music. You create a community 
and you create um, a bond with people with you, no matter how long you've known them for. But there's something about music that ties everyone together. And if you're mm. able to, you know, communicate uh, with one another through that, you're able to communicate with the rest of the people and create an experience for them as well, that they get to join in on you, even though they're not realistically playing with you or on stage, they're still part mm. of that experience with you. Mm. Um, the connection is so alive. That's how it felt for me in that in that room. And it, it leads me to think of something because nobody noticed was my first actual festival since before COVID. And um, I'm wondering as someone that loves that connection, loves playing live, how was it right, you know, when it it was things were shut down. It was right deep in during the pandemic. How did you navigate that? So I think, like I said, I only started releasing music last year um, during the pandemic. Mm. And then I was able to be, um, I've been so blessed to have performances since last summer. So it's for almost hitting a year since I've performed live with my music. But I guess for me, I, I was very lucky to to get to the point in the pandemic to be able to still perform and then um, show who I am during such a present time. Um, so I think when it comes to connecting with the audience, it was important for me to connect with myself first mm. and let that deliver through my music when it came to songwriting by myself during the pandemic, I was able to tap in with who I am. And once I was able to do so, then me performing kind of just allowed me to create some sort of vibe with people. It is nerve wracking though to connect with people after, even in general, but even after the pandemic, it's like, oh, okay, like people are actually <laughs> present. They're actually in the moment with me. Like it's a lot, a lot of energies, but um, it's very, uh, crucial to have and it's a, it's a it's a blessing to have that experience wow yeah no i mean the experience for me was surreal and um what uh okay well let's talk about your music video <clears throat> i think mm -hmm. it's for night at night yeah at night yeah um so you know oh you I watched it yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, what was the process of making that? How was the experience for you? The process, the overall experience, um, like anything else, when you're trying to create something so great, is stressful. <laughs> when you're working with so many people, so many minds, so many, trying to coordinate. Like, it's just me by myself trying to coordinate everything, trying to, like, make sure everyone's fed, make sure that I have the people on deck to record, document the content, um, make sure that me and the director are on the same lines of what the vision should look like, just all the details. That's mm. the stressful part. But like anything else, it just becomes worth it in the end because you create something out of that. And then it's like, oh, okay, now I know why I went through <laughs> all of that pain. And um, it's meant for us to create something greater than all the stress and the, whatever it is we're going through. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the overall experience was 
stressful, but it was great because I was able to deliver my ideas to director and like kind of produce something with it. And honestly, it was also fun because everyone on set with me were people who were really close to me or people that I've like grown up with. Like everyone there was um, such an important part of my life. So it was nice to have that support, even though they were they were just loving the fact that they were on camera at some point, <laughs> um, while, while I'm stressing in the background trying to like make sure everything's going well. But mm. yeah. Mm. And the process itself, how long did you shoot for? Did you actually shoot at night? I'm curious. It only took us maybe four hours or three hours oh, to shit. shoot that music video in the nighttime. Yeah, four maybe five three to five hours around that time um so it, it it didn't take long i think the the lengthy part of it was just organizing everything up until that point was the lengthy mm. part mm-hmm. mm. no i really love the video and okay so now no by not this is done um what are some shows you have planned for the summer I actually don't have any plans for the shows this summer. I want to focus a lot on writing and myself. Um, but if things pop up, I will go for it. But right now I don't have any shows. Um, just because I'm at this point in my life where I'm just trying to collect myself. Because <laughs> I've been jumping around all over the place. And I think it's important for me to kind of put myself first and um, heal from the things that I've gone through but also mm. not shy away from any opportunities that arise. And I'm hopeful something will pop up this summer and if not in the fall. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. You know, you mentioned it's a good thing, actually. It's just good practice to know yourself and to be self-aware enough to say, yeah, you know what? These things might happen fine, but right now I need to take care of myself. And it leads me to something that I've noticed, you know, when I'm reading up about you, your bio, or just checking up on social media. Mental health is something that is important to you. Why? For a number of reasons. <laughs> um, I think that I, I, I'm a firm believer that if we're not taking, like, accountability for ourselves and the responsibility of taking care of ourselves we're not going to proceed in the way we would like to in life we have all these goals and dreams and all these things but if you're not really grounded in yourself and if you don't honor yourself then you're just not setting yourself up for the success that you want you know i believe everything comes full circle and i think that um growing up to like my emotions um, have never been voiced and I've been in positions where like I didn't even know that I could tap into my emotions like this up until this point mm. so it becomes crucial to me to like know when enough is enough um, but to also kind of just honor myself because that's what I owe myself rather than honoring other people or you know as much as like, I still do that. I still love honoring people and doing things for them. But if I'm going to shy away um, myself from that, I'm not going to be my my fullest when it comes to the time where I want to achieve my goals or if I want to perform in this big crowd or if I want to, like, have this great song. If I don't take care of myself first, none of that's going to go well for me. Mm. Not that it's not going to happen, but it's not. I'm going to lose different opportunities for myself because I'm not starting with myself if that makes sense 
And um, I mean, how much of your song, I, I don't know, helps with that? Like how much of your songwriting and creating the songs you create help with your mental health? It's tricky because <laughs> it gets, um, it's a love-hate relationship sometimes because mm-hmm. I think it's the business aspect of music that drains me and mm. the networking and the socializing and all the extra stuff that you don't want to deal with. And I am by myself right now. So it's like I'm handling, I'm being my own manager, my own content creator, my own everything. That That's the part where I'm just like, bruh, like this music thing, it's not doing me any justice right now. So what am I <laughs> doing this for? But once I take the time to actually sit down and like forget about everything else, forget about everyone else, I'm able to like, okay, like listen to music and remember like, oh yeah, like what, what am I saying? Like, this is what I love to do. This is how I can connect with my soul and um, yeah, move on from there, I guess. So mm, mm. Yeah. You know, it's good. You actually mentioned that because I was going to ask about social media. So I guess social media, there's a love hate relationship there too. 100%. I actually I actually would really love if someone were to like do social media for me. But um and you can see too like full transparency like I used to be so active on social media, but it became a certain point where like it was actually not good for my mental health for me to constantly be on and be constantly like posting or like thinking okay, is anybody looking for my views? Like how many views do I have? Like how many likes am I getting? Like I'm, I'm like I'm watching so closely at what the response is mm. that I'm forgetting who I am in the process of that, you know. Mm. And now I'm trying to have this healthy relationship with social social media. Um, I I legit have like no like access to it. Like I don't have when you're scroll- scrolling through my feed, you won't see anything because everything I have is muted. <laughs> and it's not any disrespect to anybody. It's because when I go on social media, I'm just there to post and then mm-hmm. go if I need to post. I don't want to be caught up in all those things. And obviously, like I will sometimes, but I think it was just in my best interest to do that or even just like not have the app sometimes because I would just compare myself, you know, mm-hmm. subconsciously, even though I know it's not the right thing to do for myself. Mm-hmm. My subconscious would constantly be like, oh, this person is doing this. What are you doing, Ashley? Or this person is getting this many likes or has this many followers. What are you doing? Like, you only have this much. And it just wasn't good for mental health to be mm-hmm. doing that. So I need to have some boundary with it so that um, it wouldn't drain me as much anymore. And I could still be um, active on social media and still connect with people who are, you know, following Mm. no i mean every time you see stuff like i'm like the self-awareness is amazing um you know i don't know it's from therapy or whatever work you're doing on self but that is amazing because yeah social media tends to do that and it's the subconscious part that hits you because you don't know you're doing it until you realize you're doing it and it's like holy smokes why am i checking for that um, but at the same time, you know, being in the industry, uh, in making music, you kind of have to put 
you'll walk out there like, look, I made this piece of content or I created this body of work. Uh, tell me what you think of it. Um, but how do you balance it though? I mean, apart from the muting things, are there other things you do? Um, like in terms of like, you know, balancing, or... putting your work out there, but also taking care of yourself. Oh, um, I think that balance is something that we all struggle with. And that's something that I struggled with for so long because uh, a couple months ago when I was in between like two jobs and then music and then my friendships and relationships with my family and all those things, like it came to the point where I was spreading myself out too thin. Um, and I, I did not, pay, I overlooked myself and I, and like I was saying before, the minute I start doing that, the minute I just won't be there anymore. I won't mm. be present in my own mind, my own self, and I have nothing left to give um, if I'm not giving to myself. So balancing things doesn't necessarily happen in a straight line because there are going to be moments where I'm doing more of one thing than the other. And then I have to backtrack and be like, oh, no, like I need to remember to do this. And then, mm. you know, balancing all these different things in my life. Um, it was only until like, like, it's funny that you bring up therapy because I, I don't go to therapy, but I would like to. But I do journal a lot, and that's where mm. I'm able to. Um, I'll play like one of my like my favorite songs. Like I'll play Janaeic. I'll also play Kendrick Lamar. Like J Cole. Like they're very motivating to me, and so I'll play them when I'm journaling. And then at those moments, I'll be able to like mirror my thoughts and emotions and see, okay, like mm. this is what I'm thinking. So let me just analyze it from someone who's outside of me and think, okay, this is not working for you. What are you going to do about it? So it's kind of like mm -hmm. I have to coach myself. And again, it goes back to like holding myself accountable to do that because, mm. you know, and, and, and it's not an easy thing. It's hard for us to hold ourselves accountable to things and be responsible mm -hmm. um, for doing that. But again, if I'm going to honor myself, this is the way I'm going to do it. You know, if I want to be able to give to myself, if I want to be able to take care of myself and and honor who I am, then I have to put in the work to do that. You know, I shouldn't shy away from that. And that's where my responsibility is. You know, if I'm gonna put so much work into like all my career and my business stuff and like even relationships or, or friendships or all those things, I, I deserve to have the same thing for myself. I should put in the work for myself, you know? And that's something that I've only recently, don't get me wrong, have thought about for myself. So now it's the matter of um actively practicing that and remembering that and just being mindful you know mm. wow yeah and yeah i mean coming from a songwriter do you find journaling easy journaling oh mm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's funny because today i actually sat down I'm like okay maybe i need to journal today with these these thoughts that i'm feeling um, I sat down and I looked at my book and I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> um, so there's going to be moments where I'm looking at my pen and paper and I'm just like, ah, like I really don't want to write right now. Um, but then I just resort to like either playing an instrumental from um, beats that producers have sent to me or even YouTube. And I honestly also just connect with myself by just singing or humming. It doesn't even have to be words. 
but um yeah just in embodying myself into that kind of helps when I'm struggling to journal especially as a writer because sometimes I just don't have the words to say things mm. um or write things and um yeah like I guess that's just how I I try to just find different methods to be able to overcome that hurdle because it mm-hmm. is tough again it is putting the work again but either way I'm going to have to find a way and and I just have to remember whatever way that is it has to benefit me and it has to be healthy for me mhm do you i mean um do things from your journals ever make it into any of your songs uh so I haven't released music in a while but I do have a lot of written songs that stem from my journal <laughs> um and just the feelings that I'm feeling that day or the things that I'm going through mm. um and I'm very excited to hopefully share that um to the world um but again right now I'm at that stage where I'm just like kind of just discovering myself and like figuring out okay this is um what I feel and sometimes it might not even make it into a song it, it might just be one of those where I just write it and then that's that but mm. i will say that you know for the most part a lot of my songs do come from the heart so yes they they will come from my journal <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i i know you're you know taking time for yourself and just writing and stuff but is there any single or an ep planned for you know fall or winter or even next year I am actually hoping to release something by fall. Um hopefully a at least a single. I'm going to try to push myself to do a dual pack. But in terms of an EP or like an album, I am going to hold off on that for a little bit just because I want to create my whole project and I want to be able to understand the business a bit more rather than just spitting out music. Mm. Um but if you do pay attention to me on social media I will have some shorts out like I'm going to um release a little bit more snippets of me creating music that's not really recorded but it's something that I just feel that day you know mm. so not necessarily like an official release but just something casual and like that you see on social media and just to keep up with me I guess you'll see it on my Instagram mm mm-hmm. No, I I do check that out. Ah, man, it's it's just great chatting to you and thank you for sharing so much of yourself and and the set uh not by not this was just amazing. So, I guess I'm just going to keep my ear peeled for whenever you do release new music, but of course I'm I'm checking out your Instagram for when you uh bring um those shorts out. Just wanted to say thank you for coming to the sanctuary today and for sharing so much about yourself, Ashley. No, thank you for having me and having a safe space for me to have a conversation conversation with you. I really appreciate it.